Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by The Dave Chang Show, a podcast about food on the Ringer Podcast Network. Dave Chang was just walking around Ringer HQ uh, doing Dave Chang things, we'll say. Um, he brought in some food and Kyle got very excited about it. And Kyle, we had to delay the recording of this podcast so Kyle could go get a plate of food. What is the plate of food? That you have, Kyle. So there's there's two plates of food that Dave Chang brought in there's, for you. There's something. There's a bunch of stuff over there. It looks like I see some turnovers and and whatnot. But I got a big piece of strawberry shortcake and um, I had the strawberry shortcake. Cake. Pretty mm. good. Pretty solid. So you, you hard to eat it. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get this done during the podcast. So don't ask me too much. Explain to the people. Uh, so you produce House of Carbs. A different food podcast on the Ringer podcast. An older it, food. podcast. Is there a rivalry between the, the original Dave Chang food show podcast and the House of right. Carbs? It seems like it might be unspoken. Everybody, oh, yeah. you ask anybody, they're like, no, of course not. You know what I mean? Dave Chang is the high class food. And how yeah, I mean, we're the- <laughs> definitely, I'm cool being the underdog sometimes. The, okay. It's all right. As the executive producer like the of old veteran podcasts, I think it's no rivalry. They both love each other. Yeah. Good producing by Kyle with House. It's a different show, different feel, different vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. Yeah. I haven't listened to House it's of Cards. More, in a while, House of Cards is more a podcast House. for the people, you know? Yeah. Check them both out. There's room for, that's the great thing about podcasts is that there's no, there's no rule that says you can't subscribe to multiple podcasts they're all free they're all free it's great uh so check all those out if you like food and you do because who doesn't like food uh there's if if you if you're more of a high class person you got the dave chang show if you're more of a kyle guy kyle 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 guy uh, there we go uh the uh the house of carbs uh today we are breaking down america's next great college basketball rivalry we were in highland park um, you can't call it Dallas. I've learned you got to call it Highland Park because Highland Park is like there's a lot of money in Dallas, but my God, it, it in Highland Park it's like just oozing out of everyone's asshole mm-hmm. in in that part of the world. Um, so they like to keep it a little separate, even even still. Um, we went to the game SMU TCU. My Horn Frogs came out on top. We'll, we'll we'll talk about all of that. We also have uh Jeff Goodman's coming in. Uh we're we're going to talk about to him about a handful of things. Um we are recording this part before we record the Goodman interview, so I don't know what exactly we're going to all get to, but um I imagine we'll we'll talk some FBI stuff. Um It'll be on the else? fly. Yeah. We'll make it happen. We'll make it we're going to talk about Gonzaga hitting fun. a shot. We're going to talk about Nevada playing tonight. We're going to be there in the building. Yeah. Bob Hurley versus Eric Musselman. That's yeah. going to be great. Nice well, little preview of that. Talk about, I mean, what else happened? Virginia, that happened. Coach Cal down at halftime again. Mm-hmm. We know how that's going. Kyle, I think you just turned my mic on officially. Now it's officially on. I can hear Sound it. Sound better. Perfect. Now yeah. I feel great. Uh, Chris Collins slapping the floor. I mean, yeah. There's a million things we've got to talk well, about. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, but but for, mainly Dallas. But mainly Dallas. We're, we're going to break down how uh, uh, my team won. Uh, my team was always going to win because I was the trophy for this game. But uh, TCU came out on top. We're going we're gonna to talk about our experience in Dallas and then talk to Jeff Goodman, and then do some dirty laundry at the end. It's going to be a fun show, but first. Rest in peace, JR. He takes the timeout. Technical out foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, it's Friday. It's about 1 o'clock on the West Coast. Uh, we are going, as Tate said, to the to Staples Center here in a few hours uh, to watch. What are the three games? St. Mary's, N- New Mexico. New Mexico, yes. Woof. Oh. <laughs> USC, TCU. UC, U, U, uh, USC, <laughs> a lot of U's. Yeah. A lot of U's. USC and my beloved mm. TCU Horn Frogs are going to be playing. And then uh, the, the headliner is Nevada, Arizona State. We got that triple header coming up. Um, Does this thing have a name? 
Is it like a I don't really know. Hall of Fame classic? Yes. Because the Hall of Fame is in Los Angeles or it's at the Staples Center. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Staples, uh I was looking this up, you know, LeBron James after the game. This has been a, a big talking point. Durant, LeBron. Who would have thought we first off, JR, the reference at the top. If you don't know about Dallas, that's a TV mm-hmm. show from the eighties. JR died. Who who that shot was the him? Big spin. Who shot him? I don't know. Biggie. It was no the first Shamalon yep. twist with you know, yep. prior to Shamalon, of course. Uh, maybe after Hitchcock, somewhere in the middle there. Uh, but all that happens in Dallas. But back to the point. Debbie St- also did Dallas. <laughs> Don't forget about that. That also happened in Dallas. <laughs> that did happen in Dallas. My goodness. Who would have thought that this that we knew so much about Dallas? That's how you know where we were from the middle of nowhere. You know, when you watch like Three's Company as a kid yeah. and like Andy Griffith's show and Dallas and all this other stuff. Whatever. Back to the point. Staples Center. Lifetime deal. Did you know this? I had to look this up. LeBron called himself a staple. So I was thinking to myself, it would be funny uh-huh. if they changed the name. Because he was trying to, you know, allude to I'm a staple at Staples. Whatever. It's LeBron a meme. is being it, corny? What? It, it's a meme. <laughs> you know, I was telling my roommate this. LeBron's 23 because he's always two for three. Like, the first two points he made <laughs> were perfect. And the last one was like, oh, my God. You know, so two for three. Uh, but Staples Center has a lifetime deal. Did you know this? Lifetime what? deal to be Staples Center as long as it exists. The, the company Staples? Like Staples bought the right. Like they have what? lifetime rights to Staples Center. Because I was thinking to myself, what happens if is this true or is Quicken this... Loans comes back and they're like, you know what? We're going to buy on. this arena. Is this true or is this a Judah Judas situation no, 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 where no, like yeah. your research is <laughs> like completely fucked? And I try just... to find another, <laughs> I try to find any outlet, that, like any translation that had a Judas. You know what I mean? I'm like uh, going through like the Latin translation from like the early yeah. 1600s just to see if someone did this. But obviously I'm the only one. So uh, Staples, uh, st- <laughs> it was tough. So so L.A. like that that that's a bad deal for L.A. Well, that, that's a deal that you hear about in in tiny ass cities. No, this that's, was a great deal for Staples because Staples. It's a great is, deal for Staples. Like, why would the city of Los Angeles allow this to happen? Because that, they put up a hundred and sixteen million dollars, mm. and they were like ten years. $116 million. We're going to build this thing downtown. We're going to blow out downtown. Yeah. It's staples for life. People are always going to need office equipment, Titus. It's true, yeah. Always. 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 Yeah. No matter what. But I was thinking to myself, what happens if like Best Buy, had? because the deal happened in like 2004 or something like yeah. that. 1999. Blockbuster. Was the, yeah, Blockbuster. <laughs> or like Circuit City. You know what I mean? And they, yeah. Like that would have been great. So uh, all that all that is to say, we will be a staple and- center tonight. <laughs> I was about to say, what's the point again? Uh, that's right. We're going to staple center here in a second. Um, but that's where we're going, Tate. Let's talk about where we were. We were in yes. Dallas. We saw TCU beat SMU in America's next great college basketball rivalry. Uh, we we got a taste of Moody Magic. Um, there's a lot to talk about, and and we said it on the on the last podcast before we came in here that we under listen. We understand if you're if you're just tuning in for the first time and you're like, what the hell? You guys are really going to talk about that game for? Yes, the answer is yes. We are trying to make this a rivalry. This is I, with my dying breath. I'm going to to turn to my loved ones and I'm going to say. Please continue. <laughs> Pony up. Pony up. Uh, depending on who won the game. <laughs> we are the mob. I'm going to say go Horn Frogs or Pony Up. Um, no, so we're trying to make this a rivalry. We, we wanted to be on the scene, get a, get a lay of the land, feel like what, what do we need to do to help make this a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot to talk about, Tate. Where do we want to start? I think, like for me, I think where I wanted to start is is that I think there's too much money. I, I <laughs> that's what I I visited both campuses. I said there's a lot of money. That's part of the reason I felt like the rivalry could work is because at a certain point, money wins out in college sports. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise! It is amateur athletics, but money still rules the day. Um, so I thought both these both these fan bases are rich as shit. Something's gonna happen here, but then you Something's see gotta give here. when you see the game in person. 
a day of giving. And you see like all these rich people, like you see, like we went to a bar before the game, there's SMU fans and TCU fans or whatever. And you see them sort of interacting. You realize there's too much money. They're too rich. They don't care. Like why, why would SMU fans care that they lost that game? They're like, we are rich as shit. Uh, Our lives are great. We're not going to tie our identities to this basketball program. So we're, we're good. And I feel like this is a problem. There's too much money. There's too much money. So let's talk specifics about where the Mm -hmm. money is. So first off, Whole campus, Kyle, wish you were there. Missed you there. Whole campus made of brick. The entire, entire campus. Brick. We're talking yeah. red brick. We're talking nice quality brick. Nice ass brick. So they are the brick same, squad monopoly. Same with TCU, by the way. TCU's is like beige brick. And, and it doesn't count. Like, yeah. Nope, doesn't count. Yeah. This is real. Okay. 100% certified oil money brick. Brick squad monopoly, as they like to call themselves. That's what they are. That is what SMU is. We walk around. We're looking at all these brand new buildings. We're mm-hmm. just trying to figure out. There's like, it's elaborate. It's elegant yep it's nice it's beautiful we're on a golf cart you know if you're on a golf cart you're on a good campus you know whoa I mean? how'd you get the golf cart because we're with my buddy sean who's you know they got the basketball operations have to have a golf cart kyle so you can go around mosey around campus we're staying at the lumen right across oh the you didn't just like campus. punch a ticket and there's like here's your golf cart. no, no, no it was no, like, no, it was like we're getting the tour okay. we're, we're this is a five-star we're getting recruited right yeah, now humble brag yeah. humble brag nice. no they're just trying to look they're trying to get they the get media the deal. On they know the deal yeah i mean it was friendly for me so i'm off duty you were on duty as a media guy, but right. you were also heart divided. So it wasn't yep. like you were deciding. You were just roaming taking it all around, in. taking yeah, it yeah. all in, soaking yeah. it in. We drive by a football facility, indoor facility. This is we're, that they're building we're under talk, construction. Talking specifics. Yeah. So we're like, what's that going to cost? He's like, well, buddy Sean's like, it's got to match campus. Got to be brick. Got to be made up. Brick's expensive, folks. I don't know if you know this. It's a mm-hmm. hot commodity right outside water. I think probably behind oil. Yeah. But who knows? Who's anybody who's played Settlers of Catan knows how hot of a commodity brick is. Oh, I never know played it. Well. Never played it. <laughs> we should do this. We should. Yeah, well, we should we'll play talk later. We should play we'll Catan. Talk later, Catan. All right, you guys get back to that podcast over there on the gaming <laughs> podcast. It's back achievement oriented. Uh, but thirty million dollars. For an indoor football facility mm-hmm. made practice? of brick. This yeah, practice? practice. We're talking about practice, Kyle. We're talking practice? $30 million. Not a game? Just uh, $30 million. Just have uh, SMU Day of Giving. You can knock that out in like a day. Easily. I think every day is SMU Day of Giving. <laughs> it really is. Every day. But that, yeah, you bring up a good point. They, they said like part of the problem is it's going to take forever to build this facility because everything has to be brick because everything is nice as shit. Brick and, by brick, as and they y- say. Yeah, and you walk into the arena and we, we walk in the one door and there's the big porch, the, a painting of a woman. I, I assume she's a porn. No disrespect to I thought to it was woman. Queen Elizabeth and there was just a, a lady from Didn't Dallas. Was, but Miss Moody. Ma- yeah, probably your last name is Moody. You, yes. Miss <laughs> yes. Moody. Yes. Uh, so big ass portrait of her painting, and in the painting, there's a painting of another painting who's like her mom or like mm-hmm. her grandmother who started the painception. It's like yes. yeah, and yes. I'm like, holy shit, this is not going anywhere else in the country. Uh, anyway, all that is to say, Tate, there's too much money because these are the things that these people care about. Like the, at a certain point, you have to start caring about the basketball, and that's what I'm worried about is that the, that there's not enough emphasis on the basketball, and there's too much emphasis on everything being nice as shit and everybody being rich. Well, that so, is probably a good point on your on, yeah. on your on your part. But I will say this: you know how you go to Chicago Nine and Center, people walk in and they say, "This is the house that Michael built." Right. That's what Robbie Hummel would put on his Instagram if he was you right. know, calling a game at the United yeah. Center. <laughs> wink, wink, Robbie. But this he, does, is, he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. <laughs> he he doesn't does not listen. listen. The house that Larry built. This is uh-huh. Larry Browntown. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I learned being here. I mean, it's basically everything you see, and it's the reason why Larry Brown to me will always yeah. be a legend. Is because Larry Legend goes in and he says. Let's know, cheat our balls off. I know the NCAA right. is going to come. Yeah. But I know that they are not fast enough to get here before I make it happen. Yep. And so yeah. it's basically just a rat race to see who can get 
to each other first. You're Will NCAA wrong. get to campus? Will Larry Brown get caught? Will he win a title before? If Moutier goes there, who knows what happens? Maybe they they get a chance to go to what a Sweet Sixteen? Maybe no, just say a Final Four. Why not? Who cares? I mean, we all remember. It's, it's hypothetical. No one gives a shit. We remember Bryce Offer. We all remember the shot. We all remember yeah. the oh, goal. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like there were moments that SMU could have sprung up. Mm-hmm. Right now, this is post Larry. They have all the money. They have the facilities. They have probation that they're still under. And that's going to go away. <laughs> and when that goes away, they're still a Nike school. Just re-signed their deal with Nike. We know what that means. Checks. Okay. I think SMU, and again, I have been bought. I am a Mustang. Yeah. Pony up for life until my boy Sean goes to another school. <laughs> he could go to he could go uh, to TCU possibly. But all in all, is what, what I'm so, saying about SMU is that they are in a good spot because they have the money. And we saw a guy donate tw- at halftime twenty million dollars. Yeah, this is the guy they named the court after, right? Yes, who? It's I rich mean, as shit. Yeah. I, at first, I had no idea that he played at SMU. Yeah. So I looked that up, and thank goodness he was like a a three year starter, Letterman, and you know they won the Southwest Conference with him. But Miss, Mr. Miller, as we'll call him, this is the real Miller. You know, we thought Shaw Miller or Archie Miller, yeah. those guys have stacks to throw. No, this is the real Miller. Names the court after him, twenty million dollars, throw away to the side. And I thought to myself, if I had to donate. $2,000. Yeah. I would have to really think about it. Like, yeah. even if you told no. me I could name the court, you know, at North Carolina Dude. after me and I had to give up $2,000 right now, you DeMar know what Titus, I mean? So to have $20 million off to the yeah. side, what? The Mark Titus bidet, Wait, what? The Mark Titus bidet that is going in Ohio State's locker room someday is a $500 commitment for me. And mm. I just, I, I'm, I can't pull the trigger yet. So yeah. this happened I'm at halftime at the yeah. game you were at? At halftime at the yeah. game, they say, and now coming out, you know, Dave Miller, and yeah. his wife Carolyn. Yeah, and they go it's, out it's at like halftime. Some, he's some guy that I, 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 if I understand it so right, this is like free Chick Fil A for them. It's just like, guess what? Yeah, here's a twenty, $20 million dollar check. Yeah, I honestly think they had an auction with all those guys in a room, and they were all like betting on who, like they were just the naming off, rights. Yeah, of the yeah, court. the naming rights yeah. of the court. You know what I mean? And they were just going back and forth, back and forth. Like, twenty million. Staples, is, Staples is there. Some guy from Staples is yeah. like, give us a lifetime deal. And like, no, we're not going to do that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we remember that. Uh, you brought up a good point, Larry Brown, though, because that was the one thing that, and, and I'm the re- one of the reasons I'm glad we went to this game and we didn't just watch it on TV. Or Larry whatever, lingers you, over the whole you, program. Yeah, you that, can feel I, that you wouldn't have missing. felt that if yes. you watch it on TV, but when you're there and you're talking to people and you're like, how do you like the team? Do you like the program? Larry Brown's name gets brought up by everybody, and, yes. and it's and it's universally like we love this guy, and mm-hmm. even the even the probation thing, they're just like, who cares? It was worth. They're it. like, it's, it's pony it's, excess, yeah. baby. What pony do you excess. expect? Dude, uh, for, I, I bumped into Fran Fraschilla at, at halftime, and I was talking to him about. It. He lives apparently like a mile away and goes to SMU games all the time. He said when Matt Doherty was there, Doherty would just just throw him four season tickets. He's like, Fran, please come to our games. We're begging for attention. And he said Larry Brown came along. It became like the hottest. That's when Moody Magic started. And the place is packed and rocking and all that stuff. And then he said, like, if you talk to any SMU booster, and and this is not a you know breaking news here, any SMU booster, and you're asking him, was it worth it to watch what Larry Brown did from what Matt Doherty had to what Larry Brown turned it into? If you knew that like sanctions were coming, would you would you take that deal again? Every single one of them would say yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah. They, they would much. bring. I, I pretty much think that if Larry Brown left Torino, Turin. The team that he's with now, who I don't know if you know this. Do you know who's on Larry Brown's team in Italy? The three; these are three guys that are on his team currently. Jimmer, one is a former guard for Kansas, not too not too far removed. Sharon Collins, no, uh, a little bit later than that. Tyshawn Taylor, I'll just oh, give yeah, it to okay, you. Yeah. One of the funniest guys in the world. I mean, on accident. If you followed him on Twitter back in the day, my goodness, Tyshawn Taylor, so like entertaining. Daquan Cook, funny. Uh, same is level that, yeah, of funny. Same, same kind oh, yeah, of same you. kind of humor. Same you know humor, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, unbelievable. Tony Carr, your boy. Oh, is on the team. Don't don't speak that name. 
I don't need to hear his name again. Playing for Larry yeah. Brown and James Michael McAdoo, two-time NBA champion. Oh, the wow. three of those guys are all on Larry Brown's team. Larry Brown has, I think, been there for, I think, two practices, one or two games, because uh, he's been having surgery. Yeah. And he does that all out of Dallas. So if he leaves Italy and comes back to the States, I think SMU would hire him SMU back. would take him As back. As like a consultant. I'm not going to say he's going to be the head coach, but, you know, yeah. the, what, dare because, I say Jim Herrick role at Cal State Northridge. Here's why SMU would take him back, because their basketball team, uh, woof, right now. They They... So they shot basically four for twenty five from three. Their yes. their team, this game was not a good game. Uh, TCU won. I was happy about that when the buzzer sounded because again I was going to cheer for whoever um, won the game. So uh, hell yeah, LeBron fan. hell yeah, TCU. <laughs> I drank the shit out of this game. <laughs> uh, it was a very ugly game. I think at halftime, like both teams, like one team was like three for eleven from the three point line. One team was like three for fourteen from the three point line. It was very ugly. SMU's like entire offense is basically let's shoot threes, and at some point we're going to start making some of them. And no, that's not how it works. This isn't a video game where like the algorithm says mm-hmm. we'll start making some of these go in. You have to actually make the shots. Um, so it was it was, it was a pretty ugly game. But TCU, uh, uh yeah, I I kind of like TCU's team, and I'm not just saying that because uh, I'm a TCU fan now. I kind of do like them. What do we learn? What we learned from TCU in this game is one, Jamie Dixon is. Uh, I mean, he's just. I mean, he's got the hairdo, but he's also a weirdo. I mean, he's sitting over there on the sidelines, just doing all types of stuff. But he's very active and involved. You know, coaching his ass off. Easy now. What do you mean he's a weirdo? I mean, you can just see he's just sort of like in his. He's just d- doing his own thing. He's aloof. Okay. That's probably the right term, right? That's what they would say. Aloof. It, he's aloof in his own world, but he's a great coach and he's doing a good job. And it, it proves in back-to-back games with college guys. This is not so much in the NBA, but with college coaches, Mark Gottfried is coaching, calling out switches, talking to his team. They win the game. They play better. Jamie Dixon sort of doing the same thing in this game, talking. Jalen Fisher is talking to himself. At Love fir- Jalen Fisher. At first, I thought that Jalen <laughs> Fisher was talking shit when he was hitting shots to you know anyone else on SMU, and then I finally heard him, and he goes, "Let's go, fish! Let's fucking go, fish!" And I was like, <laughs> "Is Jalen Fisher just like going yeah, crazy at himself?" But he, those kids are the worst to play because you just—it's like Rashad McCants. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if that guy's talking to himself like that, my goodness, what is actually going on in his head? And as a competitor, you're like, man, this guy wants it more than me. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, you can have it, sir. Yeah, like, yeah Sorry, you sir. can have it. I mean, there was almost a fight in this game at one with point. With Jamal McMurray. With Jamal McMurray. So yeah. we, were, we were like, this is a rivalry. This is happening. Yeah, we're going to get a little fight. It. But Jalen Fisher's so crazy. He loved it. Yeah. He like comes over to McMurray and like slaps him on the ass and is like, let's go, baby. Let's do it. And he's like, all right, man. He's well, doing I was some, about to fight you five he's seconds He's doing ago. some fight club shit and just starts punching himself. Yes. <laughs> Jalen yes. Fisher. He's, he's like, are we fighting? Here we go. And just starts punching. And Jamal Murray's like, what the fuck? Yeah, the crazy thing. <laughs> was like the, what football players do and they make themselves yeah. bleed. The Brian Cushing, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Slam their head against a helmet. That That's pretty much what he was going to do with the clipboard on the sideline if Jamie Dixon would give it to him. Um, yeah, Fisher had he had a he had a big leg break. He's not even close to 100. percent Not that the, we're not breaking news here. I think any any anybody that's been following TCU we, knows this, but yeah. yeah, he was not close to 100. percent But then he come, he like came out of a shell. He, he that's why, I, I mean, he is sort of that's kind of him all the time. He's a, I love he's it. a little cra- not, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to say crazy because that's like a bad. There's like a bad within connotation the con- with that. No, you but, know what I'm saying? But it's within um, the context of basketball, I'm right? Not saying yeah, off yeah, the court, right, right. I mean, the, so he had that. He always has that attitude. But I think part of it was he he has been slow to come back from that injury. He's been dealing with that. Had him out for. Well, for we a learned long the new time. trend. The new trend is to wear your knee brace, but yeah. then wear a sleeve over it. And he started hitting big shots, and he was playing well. And I think he was like he felt his his mojo coming back against SMU. And it's a rivalry game, and mm-hmm. he's getting into it. And he was talking. To, uh, I love Alex Robinson, by the way, on TCU, leading the country in assists. Um, he had one play that that made me such a college basketball snob. Um, I it, basically TCU's on defense. The he dives into the corner. The ball gets like hit into the corner, and like he goes to save it or something. Like dives into one corner. 
and SMU keeps the ball, and they reverse the ball to the other corner. And and th- it happened in the corner that we were sitting in. He like mm-hmm. basically falls like right in front of us, and then the ball gets reversed to the other corner. This dude gets up, sprints from from corner to corner basically, and closes out on a shooter, and the guy doesn't get the shot off. Um, I don't know, dude. I was going nuts at that play because that, that I, I, it turned me into college basketball snob. Where I was like, "Is there a single guy in the NBA that does this?" And the answer is no, no, and no. Unequivocally, a, no. unequivocally, no. Yes, there's not a single guy in the NBA during a regular season that's falling into the stands in one quarter and closing out on a shooter in the other corner and and cares that much. The only person I would accept an answer for is Matthew Delvadova, mm-hmm. but he's not on the court. Yeah, so but he's, yeah, he's, so he, again, unequivocally, he falls no. into the corner and then just sits down because he's been taken out of the game. Joe Harris I mean, would have done it, but now he's he has to score more, so he's got to yeah, save his legs. I so know. I don't blame him. I don't. I don't want to be. But it was like one of the few times where I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like an old man here loving college basketball because. NBA fans don't want to hear the they don't play defense bullshit, and I don't want to really say that. But then you see a play like that, and you're like, I don't know, dude. That was a, that was pretty nice. Uh, so anyway, what other thoughts do we have on the game? I was gonna say, you know what NBA fans do want to hear? People drinking at basketball games. Oh yes, we we gotta we gotta bring at, this point. SMU out. is Southern Methodist University. Methodist, you know, is obviously affiliated with the Christian Church. It is a Christian college by definition. After speaking to the people on the ground at SMU. There apparently were uh, thoughts at one time that they should change the name from Southern Methodist to another M. I don't know. I, I say Southern Money University. Southern Money University. <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean, keep the M, keep it going. But I don't know. Th- th- they're trying to figure that out. But they said that they're like the least religious of the religious. You know what I mean? Baylor uh, probably tops at the top. Uh, yeah, we're religious, but we're like cool about it, you know? Yeah. Like, we're cool. It's like... We we're, like we're God, cool. but like you don't have to like God. Like I'm not going to be we're in not like one of those it, weirdos or anything, but, but like, like yeah, see you at church yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, we're not weird. Like we're not weird about it. I'm a Baptist, so I know what it's about. I I know what they're doing. So Baylor, Baptist, TCU, Texas Christian. You know, it's a lot of Mm -hmm. lot of schools like battling for like the Christian Abilene Christian. I think one of them. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of them. A bunch of them down there. Highland Park. You know, praise be to the million dollar Uh seven figure (laughs) check. Let's get it. That's what SMU is about. And I think that that was pretty much like the the craziest thing about this. They have a dry campus because they're adhering to the Methodist mythology of how to live your life. And yet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, in Moody Coliseum, the million dollar facility, we got liquor drinks, we got beers, really? Kyle. Yeah. We got people, we got waiters serving the front row as if we're sitting at that like is, a Showtime Lakers game. So yeah. it's a dry campus though. That is As soon as you walk outside, you better throw that drink away. But if you're inside, let's turn up and let's go mob. That's that incredible. Is, that is it's amazing. That, Everywhere I've ever been yeah. is the other way. It's like, yeah, you can have liquor, but not in the stadium, obviously. That's crazy. Like, well, yeah. welcome to big time college basketball, baby. That's why I feel like SMU has a chance. It's a beautiful facility. How's I mean, it priced? I mean, who's uh, we're on media row, so we yeah, have to we, play the game. Yeah, Kyle, we, we gotta play. You have to game. drink it in the concourse and then you Yeah, Kyle, right. Kyle, we've been over this. You're not supposed right. to drink beers. Yeah. I mean when you get credentialed, Kyle. All right. We've been over this. My Sorry. God. Sorry. But that uh, that does sum up SM the SMU experience. Uh, is that they have a dry campus, but they ha- also have waiters and waitresses bringing you beer at the game. And it's at the, cool. In the arena that's I mean, it's on classy, campus. Kyle. Yeah. I mean, these are... These it's classy are, shit. We're talking dude. like $12 nice beers. Dude, it was... Who knows? And then on top right, of that... What oh, is $12 to a man that donated $20 million yeah, to a court? I mean, yeah. Kyle, if you're asking how much it costs... What's cost, 12 to a 20 Kyle? Nothing. If you're asking how much does the beer cost, you're at the wrong school. Yeah, this probably. is not, well, that's probably. not the school for you. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Potsdam. Take take your ass somewhere else. I uh, would I would believe if someone told me that someone got their favorite brewery to send a keg to the game for them to drink their to favorite hook it up. beer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that would seem regular degular to these people. 
Um, but it's for all respect. I mean, I was impressed with the whole. I mean, people look were, nice. It's just great. Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of guys wearing cowboy hats and and women with Louis Vuitton no bags sitting hats. next to I them. Saw, I saw, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't see one. I'm defending you, Dallas. I saw I saw it in Dallas. I didn't see it at SMU. <laughs> and it, dude, the, the SMU kids dress like the Carolina kids, where you got the you got the polo underneath. You're talking the, about the lower, me, bowl, the lower bowl. The lower bowl. Let me explain the look. Carolina kids. Let yes. me explain the yes. look to the people listening. They weren't there, Tate. We were at that game. We were there. You wear the polo, you wear the quarter zip over top of the polo, you wear the khakis, you wear the loafers, you wear the, the socks that have like designs on them that are cool, um, but they're it's like called, classy. Pre, it's called pre-law then, fresh. Yeah, pre-law fresh, mm-hmm. and then you uh, you have the hair that's parted over. There were more parts in that. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, that, and that's every single guy at SMU, and that's and at Carolina, they're all wearing Carolina blue uh, polo, and that's the only difference. That's that's my analysis on it's, the fan base. It's the polo drip, there wasn't, man. by the way, speaking of the fans, SMU. There, uh, uh, I guess this is more of the Moody Coliseum. If if Moody does, if like SMU gets it back, if Jankovic gets it back, or God forbid, it has to be another coach. Um, but they get the Moody Magic back. I couldn't recommend it enough. The, the place we it was probably rocks. It was like three quarters full at most. And like, it was there's so a loud. ton of empty seats. Yeah. A lot of TCU s- fans there too, which is so fun. fucking loud in there. Like it, it honestly there there was probably like six seven thousand people there, and it got louder than Ohio State's arena when there's twenty thousand people in it. So. Um, I, I could see why people talk about Moody Magic as happening. Everyone was like apologizing to me. I was like, man, this is a great atmosphere. They're like, no, 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 no. This isn't it. You got to come to this game or you should have been here three years ago, whatever. Um, I saw enough to know that it, it, it gets rocking when when things are going well. If you don't believe that it's rocking, just go look up George Bush, Moody Magic. And there's a picture of George W. Bush, former president, wearing yeah. the mob T-shirt in the middle of the SMU mob, uh, having a great time. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the, the, the America's next great – college basketball rivalry. It was a beautiful inaugural game. I can't believe these two teams finally met. It's they, about they, time. they didn't play for ever. For, ever. What, until you years, and I came along like and yeah. then we're like, you guys should play. And then mm-hmm. Jamie Dixon and Tim Jankovic were like, that's a great idea, guys. So thanks, coaches. Yeah. Appreciate you guys putting that together for us. Also, one quick note, for all those people that are hating, talking junk about me playing basketball all the time, we did play pickup at SMU. We did. Myself, you want me to vouch for you? Is that where is that where this is going? You want me to vouch for you? Well, no, it's just like you scored more points than I did. Well, I mean, you don't have to say that, but just like all these people trying to come at me all the time. You did. Uh, I we guarded each other, and you we guarded each other. You scored more than I did. Um, I I yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a, so. You described it the right way. You were wearing LeBron's. Right. I was wearing Kobe's. My friend Sean's wearing Jordan's. And we all played as we should have played with those, you know, shoes. I was, I was LeBron. I couldn't. I, my my scoring was a little off, but I was setting up teammates. I was I was playing defense. I was getting rebounds. And you didn't have like uh, you didn't have the specialist yeah. that you needed on your team. And then after the mm-hmm. game, you had the right excuses. I was, I was and no, nobody was blaming you. You know what I mean? You you're not necessarily pointing fingers at other guys, but you're just kind of like I gave my heart out there. I wish everybody else did. Every water break, I was every water break, I was trying to make trades. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like get that guy that was hitting the threes you're on our team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you were Kobe, just out there gunning. You you were hitting, but you were gunning, but you were hitting. But you were gunning. Had to. But you were hitting. Had to. But you were gunning. I was also uh, dying. We played a yeah. full forty minute game. So. so I will I will vouch for Tate. Uh he tried to fight people in Bloomington at the live show. Asked yes. if Tate could play, said I'd fuck you up. Uh Tate yes. could fuck you up. Um but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you play t- well. Take yeah. that. Take yeah. that. Uh cool. Uh oh the, the other comment I had, I had I had a note written down. Um the the other thing that feeds into the rivalry. I saw uh SMU holds up the V with the, or the two oh, or the, the pony. It's a little pony. It's a little it's a what two. What is the what does the two mean? I, I think it's uh two million dollars. It's a 
Three million. It's it's, it's TCU. TCU's beaten us two years in a row. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, SMU does like they hold up the two as like their little hand signal when they're singing their song or whatever. And then to give you a visual, and Titus then, and I both have the twos <laughs> up right now, trying to figure out what we're what trying it to look for the cam- yeah. We're trying to look for a camera to like hold it yeah. up to show, yeah. <laughs> show people. It looks like it looks like a bunny or something. Uh, I don't yeah. really. It really doesn't make me think and of then, a Mustang. And then TCU's hand signal is you take the two and, and then you just you, curl the fingers. Yes. And that that to me like I don't know I could see some I could see some rich bros in their their quarter zips like one guy's holding up the two and the other guy's like no motherfucker bend those fingers and they're like no I'm not gonna bend them I'm gonna keep them straight and then they're like holding the guy down they're like you will bend those fingers and then and, they just end up flipping each other <laughs> off like, then they have a thumb war to figure the, it out speaking of, did you see the the video that was on Twitter uh, this is this is yeah. weird Twitter or maybe it's not was it was it Main Street did he did yeah, it it's everywhere right? now okay. everybody's using it, it for their viral, own purposes where the guys were the guys were on the streets oh, just yeah, flipping each other yeah, off back and forth became like okay all right that was definitely in New York, right? I mean, yeah. there's nowhere else in the world yeah. where people. Are I would guess like funny. London, maybe. Or I something was thinking New York or Philadelphia, but I'm just like, I don't yeah. know. I, it yeah. looked too nice to be Philadelphia. Two guys coming out of a that library is, or a coffee shop, right? Dude, we should, we should, we should, we should buy into that. We should tweet that meme and be like, "This is SMU TCU fan." But we should wait like three weeks until the meme's dead, and then that's when that would that would be on brand for us to do yeah. it then. Um, you got any other thoughts? And then we'll get, we'll get to the Jeff Goodman interview. No, that's it. No, that's it. Well, let's talk to Jeff Goodman. Joining us in studio is uh, our friend. I wouldn't say good friend, not yet. Uh, future, a good man, though. Future yeah. good friend and we'll a good man, um, Jeff Goodman, mm-hmm. who is out here, I, I presume, for the the Staples Center triple header that we're about to go to as well. I'm just uh, out here for the weather. You're just out here for the like, weather. Honestly, like, honestly. Well, okay, let's start there. We're, you're, you travel everywhere. I, every college basketball game I've ever been to, you have been there just like schmoozing with somebody. Um even you when have, you went to Lithuania, yeah, last even year. yeah, I went to yeah. Lithuania. I went on vacation to Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, and I was roaming around. Like, pop in, and you're right, there. You probably um, didn't see you too many other white guys do in you, Lithuania. Do you have a home? I or, do have a home. Okay, <laughs> where is it? Uh, north of Boston. Okay, New, New don't, you don't have to be specific. No, we're just I don't give a shit. Whatever, they could track me down if they really want to track me down that bad. Kentucky, Kentucky fans, fans right, yeah. <laughs> I had to change my number years ago because the Kentucky fans. Oh no, kidding. Yes, yes. They they tried to ruin your number. Your number is now unlisted. Oh my Who was God. the point guard? Ryan Harrow? Ryan Harrow, yeah. Did they sabotage your... That was the time. Did that they sabotage your roofing business as well? And, they did not. No, they didn't go, they didn't go after... Is, uh, uh, so is, is, can, are Kentucky fans the worst in your experience? I mean, like, okay, so we, we should preface it... The best and the worst. Preface yes. it by saying like, not all Kentucky fans... That's the way you do it. I'm Most saying, passionate. Uh, as a man who, who uh, you know, we do the same sort of thing yeah. for a living and we yeah. deal with these fans on, on Twitter, would you find that the, the times that you are like annoyed the most it's usually a Kentucky fan NC State's pretty close I know NC State is they're, close they're we underrated State, yeah. they're really underrated yeah. I mean like there's some that you just don't expect right, right? like yeah. and then there's some really mellow ones like Western Kentucky they've got yeah. after me lately yeah because you're not afraid we're not afraid to talk about Rick Stansberry I don't slick Rick he is what he, <laughs> he is, is. What he, is. <laughs> he is what he is right yes, yes. Yeah. I mean with, there's a reason yeah. every coach when he comes in the gym they just bow out, no matter who you are. Like Calipari, if he was in the gym, it's Calipari K, mm-hmm. and Rick Stansberry walked in, I'm telling you, those two guys would be like, we're out. Mm-hmm. Is it just because they point. know that Stansberry, no matter what they are willing to offer, they know that Stansberry is willing to match it? 
and they're just like, I don't want to be in this game? Or is it just bad optics to be in a room with Rick Stansberry? No, no. It's, it's got nothing to do with the optics. Okay. I just thought they didn't want it's that. The, you know, they know they're not winning the battle. You know the recruiting yeah. picks that they always take with all the coaches watching, and you'll see like Frank yeah. Martin sitting with Roy Williams and Bill Self. You know, no one wants to be in the picture where it's like Coach K, Coach Cal, Rick Stansberry. Um, speaking of all the, the, the pain, the player, like uh, we, we got to talk about the FBI thing. Uh, you Were you at ESPN when – the thing first broke, the yes. FBI stuff first broke. I um, was. Well, I was there when you, the Sean Miller stuff happened. That was what I was too. about to say. So you heard, crazy. you heard the phone call. You heard the wiretap. I did not hear yeah, the wiretap. Yeah, oh, I, I have not heard the wiretap. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a company-wide email and everyone so, got um, to listen to it. This was what? a tough one for me. This yeah. is really, really tough. Because, yeah. again, I, I have a lot of respect for Mark Schleybaugh. Mm-hmm. Right. A ton. Like, mm-hmm. he's a great, great reporter, writer, college mm-hmm. football guy. Um. And I just felt like, honestly, and I talked to him before the story went up and mm-hmm. I said, listen, man, it's your story, but I think you might've got the name wrong. Yeah. I, I think it's Brian Bowen mm-hmm. and not DeAndre Ayton. Oh, Are okay. you sure? Some people thought it was Quinterly. Is that- No, a, everybody thought that one was, was that, Bowen. Oh, that one was Bowen. Okay. Yeah, because right. Dawkins, Sean Miller. Okay. It was Bowen. The whole deal was he was holding Bowen off a little bit because he didn't know whether Raleigh Alkins was going to come back or not. Okay. Bowen gave a silent verbal early. Okay. And then it was Raleigh Alkins, is he coming back or not? And then they were trying to get Cam Johnson because Sean Miller played with Cam Johnson's dad Okay. in college. So it was almost like he was trying to figure out a way to hold Bowen off. Mm-hmm. So initially when I saw that story, and again, we don't know, mm-hmm. was it true? Was it a, a true story right. or not. We're, we may never know. That's the funniest part is that Arizona fans feel like they've won. Right. I'm like, he, he, he could have got like one minute detail wrong. That's what and like I said. Everything else was the exact same. They do have the yes. wiretap. And it, and right. we make fun of it because uh, Sean Miller in the press conference, he comes out and he has like all these prepositions to every statement he makes. He's like, I did not offer money to DeAndre Aiden. Right. On October 8th, on October. after the <laughs> clarified time of 2 p.m. Yeah. Um, so did, did you like... Uh, uh, when I was supposed to go on SVP, I think, like right after that story broke, and then like ESPN kind of backed off. And then Stanford Steve calls me and he's like, There's company wide policy. No, no non ESPN people are allowed to come oh, on. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it became like a, and so I could tell like something was going on. Um, and as someone who was behind the scenes, was this like a company wide that were, did you get like the memo, like no more FBI stuff? Uh, I was told to early on, listen, before that, I was told to stand down. I, I said this on a podcast a few months ago. I was told to stand oh, out right. and I not see, yeah, cover I, I saw this. Yeah. and not cover the FBI probe. And uh, it was probably one of the hardest things professionally for me. Because yeah. I'm like, listen, no offense, guys, but I, I think I can get more right. than anybody else in this thing. Like, I think I can dig in and have the ability to get more than anybody else. And I was told to stand down, and I still, to this day, don't understand why. Did, did Do you think this had something to do with – the ESPN, like how you left ESPN, did that have no, that, that play anything? So. You don't think no, so? I, okay. I think it was a mutual deal of of honestly how I left ESPN. I don't think they wanted me back, right, in a certain capacity, and I didn't want to be back in a certain right. capacity. I was. Uh, Do you mean in a journalistic capacity? Because both times that you got in trouble was basically I want to go actually report this story <laughs> on the yeah. FBI, and they're like, nah. And then you were with the Ball family, and you were reporting a story, and then you were like, these guys are kind of this is not a good situation. And then again, you were being a journalist, and then that yeah. that, that blew back in your that face. That was a tough one too, just because again, like Lavar told me this quotes on the record. Yeah, I mean, I I could play you the audio. Now. <laughs> that's the I'll problem with sources. I mean, you can always and I say actually I didn't gave say it. him an yeah. opportunity. Like that's mm-hmm. the craziest part. We sat down that morning, 
So in Lithuania, we had like a back room at the uh-huh. hotel. It was like a spa, like a four-star spa that we're staying at in Lithuania in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Uh-huh. And they gave us like a back room together. So this was the day when they had announced they were going to put together this big baller bullshit series. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that series that they could play in like 38 minutes yeah. and get all their numbers right. and LeVar would pay for it, basically. It's happening right now. Angelo's the star of the league, right? right. Same, yeah. same yeah. deal. So... uh so we're back there talking about that. And within conversation, I just asked him about, you know, Lonzo, how he's playing. And he went off on Luke Walton. <laughs> like, he just goes off. And I'm like, I said to him, like, you, you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know me. I don't care. You know, I say what I All right, fine, man. So I don't think I've ever told this whole story. So uh, Breaking news. It, not really breaking news, <laughs> but, but like inside baseball type, type story. So uh, I wait. A day on that story. The first story I wrote was the big baller bullshit mm-hmm. series. And I didn't want to to do two stories in one day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to save them. And I knew nobody else was going to get the comments on Luke Walton because I was the only knucklehead mm-hmm. in Lithuania. <laughs> so uh, so I waited a day. Other than Rick Bettino, who was also at that spa, surprisingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> he might have been, might have been yeah, there. Yeah, you never was, know. Yeah. In his robe. Yeah, and, yeah. Trying know. to figure it out. Exactly. Find himself. So you're, you're sitting there in yeah. Lithuania. You have, you're sitting on this ball thing. I mean, did yep. you tell anyone? You're like... I got some quotes on Luke Walden, or did you even feel like you had to share? I think I waited. I think I just made the the executive decision to just Mm -hmm. wait because nobody else was going to get it anyway. Mm -hmm. And again, I wanted the story for that day and then a story for the next day. So I wait, and the only people at the table then were Harrison Gaines, his agent, Mm -hmm. uh, Lonzo's agent at the time, now the both brothers' agent, uh, and LeVar's brother. Mm -hmm. Okay, his business guy, Alan. I don't know if you guys know this this guy. All right, Alan wasn't Definitely there yet. He was coming in the next day. Yeah, yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> you're slacking. No, it's season four. I got to get myself together. <laughs> Does that happen a lot where you're trying to explain the ball situation to people and everyone's like, I've no, like you're so deep into the ball family. Yeah, that, like, like, we don't care. People are like, we don't know <laughs> yeah, what's going on. Who, who are these people? doesn't matter. So anyway, all right, I'll, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version now. So I wait. I send this story in the next morning. Um, I go and I... T- I was setting up an interview with LeVar and the boys in their room, sit downs in their rooms. Uh, I ran the story. Alan comes in and Alan is his business guy. Like he does Mm -hmm. everything for him. He comes in and he says, uh, LeVar, what the hell are you doing? Why are you saying that stuff? Magic just called me and he's pissed off. Why would you do that? And LeVar looked at him and he said, he goes, he goes, you got to get the boys playing on the Lakers. Why would you do that? Crushing Luke yeah. Walton, the coach, that, would yeah. hurt yeah. any chance, which he, there's zero for LiAngelo. LaMelo is talented. Listen, I don't know if you guys have seen him play. He is talented. He's just the most undisciplined player. Mm-hmm. Like, the only worst defensive player that I've ever seen is Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> That sounds Seriously. about right. I mean, they play the exact same way. You haven't seen me play, though. Um, <laughs> no, I did. I did not. Well, maybe for like, <laughs> maybe, you know, 20 too. second stints. So LeVar just had no idea. Like, it just didn't even cross his mind that, nope. that you were sabotaging. That's hilarious. Well, the, and then he calls me a shyster the next week. Oh, yeah. That, that's, what like, that's cool. It, no, I mean, but, but that was like the turn from there. And then it yeah. kind of, you know, fil- yeah. you know filter out to whatever well, it ended up being. But did he say that they had told him not to say anything? Uh, like about the bar, somebody at the Lakers. I mean, did, did he already have some he didn't sort care. of? Oh, okay, yeah. He, he just didn't think about <laughs> it. He didn't think about yeah. like, yeah, Magic might have told me, hey, step back and 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 be quiet. <laughs> and 
So yeah, that whole thing happened. How does the how does the scoops game in general work? I'm I'm fascinated by this. And oh, by the way, we we should have started with this. I don't know if you're aware of this. You're certainly not because you live in this world and and this is every day of your life. But uh, you beat me to a scoop one time, and I oh, I no. hated you for like a long time. My my mom, you know how like moms hold grudges. My mom might still be upset with. Was you. this you um, committing? Was this you <laughs> yeah, committing? This was me to I wanted to be a manager at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, uh, it was the Boy, Greg, Greg Oden to Miami Heat. Oh, I did. That's yeah, right. I so it happened. Greg Greg told me three days before. He's like, I was. He's like, I think I made my decision. I'm going to the Heat. And I was like, cool. I want to write a story. And he's like, you can't. I got to call the. I got to call the people first. Um, I got to. I got to. I want the coaches to hear it from me. I don't want them to see a story. I was like, cool. I'll respect that. So I was like, let me know. And then he goes, all right, I'm going to do it today. And I was like, cool. Let me know. So he makes his calls, and then he calls me, and he says, what I had already written the story, whatever. He tells me the thing. I immediately called whoever at the I, – I, I think it was at like Grantland at the time, and I was like, hit publish, go, 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 go. And then uh, apparently you had beat me to it by like three minutes. And then I was like, god damn, I'm not cut out for the Scoops game. The closer you are to it, the yeah. worse off you are. Is that how it works? Always. Yeah. Always. And, right. and, and, you know, like when I was younger, it was different. Like I didn't care at what level. I just wanted to break everything. Yeah. Now it's like you you understand what levels matter. Yeah, you're like, am I gonna piss somebody off for a story so you, that's you down don't, here? So you don't, you don't do every scoop. You're not a Rothstein no. who's no. tweeting like. Uh... No, I'll do some. <laughs> and then there's coaches. The worst part now is you got coaches that legitimately will call me up and be like, "Can you put this out there?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Hell no!" <laughs> like I'm not putting in, in its spin. It's not even like a straight scoop. Sto- yeah. It might be like, "Well, I want you to put out that we're gonna be the worst team in the league." And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, no. And then I'll see Rothstein tweet the same thing five minutes later. <laughs> And it's just like, come on, like have some journalistic integrity. That mm. that's my biggest. And I know people are different now, mm-hmm. but if you if you're gonna break news, if you're gonna yeah. be, if that's gonna be your game, just have some integrity. And you know, to me, again, I'm I've never been in it to like make friends. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I just the, haven't the bad boy of the scoops game. No, but like, like <laughs> no, not yeah, I know to what say, you mean. Listen, I know what you mean because yeah. I was very close with Thad Mata. Yeah, like very. I think you know that. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he that, wasn't yeah. great with media. You you would come all. You come to Ohio State all the time. Not give yep. me the time of the day, but I saw your face a lot. Yeah, at Ohio State. Well, you know, like that. you can only talk yeah. to a couple right. people after the. You know, I remember I, actually. I remember one time I went there, and uh, I played Paulus in ping pong. Uh-huh. He wiped. I mean, he He's crushed great at ping pong. me. Yeah, and I was. I'm pretty good. And I'm like, dude, you can play hoop, you can play football, and you're you're like pretty yeah, good at ping pong. Football, football is a stretch. <laughs> he wait. Listen, look, I'm, Mike Paulus. I went to North him. Carolina, Jeff. I don't know you know this, but Mike Paulus okay. went to North Carolina. I know Mike and, Paulus, and I've watched Mike Paulus play and throw a football quite a few times. And yeah. I watched Greg throw a football quite a few times at you know Syracuse. He's a great point guard. <laughs> Greg took. He, didn't he play goes by. G, he goes by GP now. I'm sorry. GP is a great play point guard. Football for four years. He came in and started in the Big East. What does that say about Coach K? You know, a senior point guard. You, you just you just let Nolan Smith play. Well, love GP though. Great ping pong player. We just learned that. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, so how? So like so back to the scoops thing because I am fascinated by this. You 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 find out information. Um, is it what does it take to because you you killed my scoops career with when the great that Greg thing I was like was if, I can't, if I can't break that yeah, I was like that's the one, one source I have and I got I got beat to that one uh so I, I tell you right now that that 
Tate is going to take the UCLA job when Steve offers fired. Tate's very interested in that. Yep. What what do you do with that information then? How does it work from there? If I I'm, mean, you got to confirm it because I know you know yeah. Tate well, but I don't trust you 100% that your right. information is going to be right. Yeah. So I'm going to try to call Tate. Obviously, okay. he's not going to answer the phone. Tate is uh, for Mark Gottfried. Is, Tate is, we're using, yeah, we're using Mark Gottfried. For yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark Gottfried. So Mark, Mark Gottfried, Gottfried is going for the UCLA job. His name is Tate. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Moving it, forward. Mark Godfrey has any job is still shocking <laughs> to me, but we won't, we won't go uh, there. So, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to surround it. Like I have a document that legitimately I have the cell phone of every single coach, 340 teams, yeah. every head and assistant coach. Like you could say like Southern university right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll show you like, I have every cell phone for everybody on their Prove staff. it. Share with well, us. Yeah, share. Give, I mean, give us all yeah. the yeah. So Those are the guys. <laughs> tell, tell, me, tell me a school. So go, ahead. Those are the, go ahead. Pick Sean, up, pick Sean up. Miller, Arizona. Uh, pick no, a uh, random uh, school. Um, That's an easy let's one. Do, uh, let's do, let's, I'm trying to think. Bruce Pearl Auburn. Uh, easy. Do you Come have, do you have an like, assistant coach at Quinnipiac? Mm. All right, there you go. I'm thinking of that one because uh, uh, Andrew Dockage towards uh, ACL playing pickup basketball. I'm saying Juan Dixon, Coppin State. Those are all the Quinnipiac That's insane. Click on any. This is, this is a, this, I can't live in this world. Today. Yes. Tate, you, you, were a journal, you, you graduated with a journalism degree, did you not? Yes. This, was this the world that you wanted to live in? I thought at one time Here, I did, but Sean then I Morris. saw people like this. There you go. Sean Unbelievable. How could, you, how could you beat this? How could you beat that spreadsheet? Uh, so it's, it's being prepared, right, right? First of all. Now, I'm not like I used to be. I'm not. Like, yeah. I'll turn off my phone at night. Okay. I will. I'll put it on, you know, like I used to be like insane. I'm too fucking yeah. old for that <laughs> how many phones do you so, have jeff no just one just one just one okay. so how Good. do you how, like if 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 uh if you're 21 right now and yeah. you want to get into the game how do you even do that it's changed for people? man yeah it's changed again well, it's not any, like yeah. like how i came up was i went to you know i worked for the associated press so i kind of learned the right way that you had to either get it from you mm -hmm. if you were committing to ohio state i had to get it from you somebody in your family if i heard it from somebody else <laughs> I had to get a second source. Yeah. And I still play that game. A lot of other people will be, you know, a lot of a lot of other people are like, all right, if I bat 750, mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. My whole deal is I can't ever be wrong. Right. Like the one that killed me years ago, Billy Gillespie uh, takes the Arkansas job before he took Kentucky. Really? He agreed okay. to take the Arkansas job. And then somebody told him, hey, Kentucky's going to come calling. Mm -hmm. So I wrote that Billy Gillespie had taken the Arkansas job. I was wrong. Oh, Yeah. But you're right, but you were wrong. Right. But but no one no one cares that you were right because you were actually wrong. Correct. Yeah, and that Trey becomes, Burke. Yeah. Trey Burke. I said he was leaving after his freshman year. You know where I got it from? Trey Burke. Trey Burke. Yeah. He was. He yeah. was leaving. He he took all all his shit out of mm -hmm. his dorm, mm -hmm. went home, and his dad and Beeline convinced him to come back for a sophomore year. Good move. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But I got it from Trey Burke. I couldn't say that at the time. So you look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. Right. Well, again, I'm wrong, but things change sometimes. It, it is interesting to me, like in the Scoops game, everyone's trying to be the first guy to obviously get it. We, yeah. You know, people make fun of the Woj thing and all that yeah. stuff. But doesn't when, matter anymore. Yeah. Has anyone ever come up to you in real life and said, Jeff, when you scooped that Trey Burke <laughs> was going to go to the NBA draft, that was awesome. Like, do you get, do it you changed at least get my, that? That changed like, my life. Do people <laughs> remember when people break something first? Because I, no. I can barely remember no. anything these days. So I, I, I just don't know if that, so, so what is the aim? Because I do feel like, especially in the NBA, it's not as bad at college basketball just because I don't think the news cycle is that crazy about some of this stuff. Yeah. But you see in the NBA between like Woj, Shams, all these other websites trying to get the scoops first. It's like everyone's trying to be first and I don't even know what the point is. Like, why can't, why can't you just wait 20 minutes and then we all know what the answer is? It's different now though. Like 10 yeah. years ago, it was you broke it, 
and nobody else broke it for a while. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember. Because they only had to confirm on their own. Yeah, now they when, just like, Billy Donovan, Bill, I broke Billy Donovan when he went, I think, to the Magic and then went back yeah. to Florida. Mm-hmm. And nobody else, like, ESPN had to credit me. Yeah. Because they couldn't even confirm it at that point. So it, like, went hours mm-hmm. before it could be confirmed. Now, like, honestly, anything that breaks, somebody else can confirm within two right, minutes. Right, right. You know, if you want to. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a different game now. Back you know, then it was more of like pride a little bit in the rush. Mm-hmm. Like the first throw I ever broke, I stumbled on, completely stumbled on. I called Richard. I was a recruiting guy. Mm-hmm. So I called Richard McCants just to talk to him because I was like relentless talking to dudes. I talked to like five dudes every night and I called Richard McCants just to shoot the shit with him. You know, what's going on, whatever. And he said, he's like, yeah, I said, what's the latest with your recruitment? He said, oh, I just got off the phone with Roy Williams. I committed. Wow. Like just, just happened just to do randomly, it, yeah. it blew up because Carolina fan base is out of control. Yeah, and they were out back at that point. Roy right. was coming back, and now they had Raymond Felt and Rashad McCann, yes. Sean May, and then they had the Jawad Williams class. Does that happen? Day. I feel like that probably happens. I mean, you mentioned McCants did, did that. Lavar Ball is just basically right. letting things slip. Does that happen a lot where people just forget that they can't trust you? And then the, the flip side <laughs> of that is, but the key is to make him trust. Yeah. You. Yes. But then the flip the side key. of that is, do you feel like has has it impacted any relation? Like, do you ever have a relationship with someone and they're sure. like? I can't be friends with you, Jeff. I don't trust that you're going to keep this shit quiet. I'm pretty good. I'll, yeah. I'll get beat. Like, like I'll get beat. If somebody says it's off the record, yeah. it's off the record. Yeah. You're screwed. Like, that's the worst thing somebody yeah. can say to me is when they say, like, it's off the record, and then they give you something good. Yeah. You're like, all right, what do you do now? I, How do we put then, that on the record? <laughs> well, then, then I'll, I'll try to yeah. generally go Wedge to it and say, way. well, yeah. I'll try to say, like, mm-hmm. can I get it? Are you okay if I call this person right. to get it? Yeah. And maybe I can get it from somewhere else because mm-hmm. – Everybody's scared these days. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's true. I mean, everybody's scared to say something, uh, to write something. Like, that's why I did a game with Gottlieb the other night for Stadium. And I loved it. You know why? Like, I love Duck. Mm-hmm. I've never worked with him before. Oh, really? Okay. Never worked with him, but I, I'm friendly with him forever. And my whole deal with Doug is, you know what? He says it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Says it, does his research, says it the way it is. There's not enough people like that. There's too many people on TV right now that are afraid because of whether it's a relationship, whether it's they're getting money from another company, you know, like you got people on TV that are also getting paid by Adidas. Right. Talking about the FBI trial. Right. Right. Really? You can be objective. Hell no. Yeah. Well, that that brings me to uh, like talking about everyone kind of, I feel like it happens more with college where people dance around stuff because you know more than me but the way I interpret it I don't I don't cover NBA so to me it's like the league controls access it's not individual coaches and teams and stuff but in college if Tate and I want to go to a Duke game Coach K is going to Google our name and be like fuck no you guys are never yeah yeah, like I'm already banned I got banned in college yeah Yeah. for filming a practice (laughs) with Rashid Suleiman no you didn't yeah so uh, wait you went in and they have the curtains up the black curtains so I went to Cameron Indoor and I I had like a Duke media shirt on and then I put the camera (laughs) through like the black curtain and then obviously the manager saw it in five seconds and chased me down so I said I I, I said I said I'm sorry I didn't know I couldn't do that and then uh, ran home so that that was pretty much it did you put did you post the video no uh, I I posted what I got I mean I got like 12 13 seconds then I did like a live report back in Chapel Hill uh, yeah, good. said I went to hell and came back. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Um, anyway, uh, so so that to, to me, like that that to me is interesting. How the me- the college basketball media covers our it's sport because it's it's yeah. SIDs. But then I think there's also another part of 
people are afraid, like guys who talk about college basketball are afraid to talk bad about players because they're amateurs. And you and I talked about this when we saw you in Vegas yeah. uh, when when Steve offered, like his team quit on him and we were just like, right. these you guys are call soft. Out, and you right. want to call, you out, call like, out Moses Brown. Are you allowed to say this guy is soft? We don't really know. They're, they are technically yeah. amateurs. But at the same time, you know that Steve Offord's in the locker room saying things that are a thousand times worse than you yeah. or I tweeting, Moses Brown looks kind of soft right now. Um, like, how do you dance through that? Because I, I go back and forth, yeah. honestly. Sometimes I feel like even we, we do, we, we joke about is Zion Williamson fat all the time. And we make that joke. And, and part of me is like, is this Can okay? Can, right. Am I allowed to do this or not? Listen, I've done it. I mean, I remember I did it to TJ Warren back when he was at Brewster Academy. I think I told you this and, and mm-hmm. kind of said, like, he looks lazy, and, yeah. and and the coach at that point, Jason Smith, who I know really well, was okay with me putting it out there, not from him, but basically that he wasn't buying in, that he was being selfish. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like me for years, and NC State fans always hated me and hated me even more after that. Um, but, you know, to me, again, I think too many people are kissing these kids' asses and not holding them accountable. And I think if you do it the right way, like, and I don't know what the right way is sometimes, right? I mean, sometimes yeah, right. you do it and then you regret it and you're like, oh man, like he's not a pro, yeah. you know, like, should I have taken a shot at Moses Brown for being soft? And I didn't, but I'm doing yeah, it now, right, right. I guess. Yeah. I brought it up. You're not, right. you're fine. Okay. I, I was the one okay. who said it for, you're just saying, you're just repeating yeah. what I said. All right. Yeah. There's also no one to put the blame on because like we went to the, you know, the first game of the season, the open, what's it, what's called the champions classic, champions right? Classic, yeah. My God. Uh, but it's the four head coaches or like the face right. of the schools. Yeah, you know what I mean? Saw them, the mural. So, right yeah, yeah. Yeah. so like those are professionals, yep. right? Absolutely. So th- they could take the brunt. Instead of saying Moses Brown, you know, was slow and lazy in that game, you're just like, Steve Offord, you were slow and lazy and didn't do a good job but coaching. That's pr- right. But then you can't do that because then you lose your access because those coaches run the entire program. So you don't no say doubt. anything interesting. So, so, right. so you can't say anything because you, no, you can't go at the figurehead. You can't go at the players. So you basically have to go at this fake It's why monster. so many media yeah. in college basketball, honestly, are vanilla. Yeah, right. They're vanilla. Yeah. They're scared because what do you want? The access. Right. So, but I don't think it's just college basketball now. I think it, it goes to all sports where so many media people, all they want is the information and they'll do whatever it takes yeah. to get that information. They'll sell out. Like in the NBA, you know, certain guys might, they don't want to piss off an agent, mm-hmm. an NBA exec, or anything. Everything's about like, all right, I'll make a trade with you. Mm-hmm. And my deal is like, listen, you know, I remember Paul Hewitt is probably the, the coach I was closest with for years. And still, I'm very close. He's a, he's a scout with the Clippers now. Mm-hmm. And I put him on the hot seat two straight years when he was at Georgia Tech. And it's like, it's uncomfortable, but you got to do yeah. it. I mean, like, how do you not do it? Otherwise, you're you're not being honest right. and true to yourself as a writer. And like, that's what I got in this business for. That was, it was very confusing for me because I didn't, I didn't want to get into this business. I, I did not take, I I never did a journalism class in my life. I never wanted to be a writer. It just kind of happened. And then Bill hires me and is basically like cover college basketball. I'm like, how do you do that? He's like, just whatever you talk to your buddies about, write about it. So I started doing that too. And, and I, at the time when, I mean, when I started, I was like 23 or 22 or something. And no journalism class ever. Yeah, Never. Not one. The only time I've ever stepped foot in a journalism class is to speak to journalism students all right <laughs> and i basically like i start talking i look over at the professor and like what the fuck is this guy talking about i'm like what you need to do out there and he's like don't do that right. don't listen to this guy this was a mistake after, having him in. after yeah. you left they were yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah. disregard Forget all that everything. that's not how it works uh but yeah i was like 22 23 and i'm covering yep. guys that are like my age basically so I was like what? There's, there's which not- is an advantage though yeah. i've always felt like the hardest part for me now 
is probably the disconnect. Yeah. And I'm still immature as shit. Right. So it kind of, it's the only thing I have going for me. Like I did a podcast the other day with Gilbert Arenas. It was like the greatest one I've ever done. We we talked about the prank, the best pranks that we each did. Mm-hmm. And my, mine was awesome. Like my, honestly, one of the greatest ever. We stole, we got the keys of a buddy of mine. And what I did was I moved his car a little bit every day. Like I moved to two spots. Then I moved to five spots. <laughs> Then I put a bunch of pornos in the, you know, <laughs> magazines in the back. I put some empty dominoes. So every day there was something else finally. So he worked at Sears and there were like two parking garages on one side and the other. And I, you know, eventually got to the point where I, I took the car and moved it to the other parking garage. And this poor kid was like telling his dad he was going out of his mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he told my other buddy and my other buddy called me and he's like, we got to, we got to stop this thing. I'm not, no, we don't. It's like, he's going <laughs> no, crazy. Actually. Like, yeah. like yeah. he was going yeah. out of his mind. So Arena's had some good ones in there too. That's so great. like, to me again, like the disconnect is definitely harder as you get older dealing with college kids. Right. I can't deal with recruits anymore. Like yeah. I can't talk to a high school kid anymore. Yeah. Where that was my job right. 15 years ago. I don't know what to say. You just feel like yes, just dirty. Yeah, just dirty. dirty. Like walk, yeah. You feel like with the guy, the guys that I, I, I bring up this archetype all the time, the guy that walks in with the velour suit at these AAU tournaments <laughs> yeah, that's and me. he's just like right. got the slick back hair and you're like, who is this fucking guy that's just kind of showing up? Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of like, we're talking about scoops, you're talking about recruiting and stuff. Um, how do, how do we feel in, and this kind of blends, blends into the whole conversation. How do we feel about, taking kids moments. Um, I'm sure you've done this before. I where, used to do it all yeah, the time. Where kids have an announcement oh. that coming on Friday about what school they're going to. And then one of you assholes comes and 30 minutes up. before the, oh, yeah. the announcement says no, he's going I used here. to do it all the time because yeah. again, how was I taught? I was right. taught as a journalist that if I have the information, I'm going to break it. Yeah. So luckily when I was covering recruiting, it wasn't taboo like it is now. Right. Yeah. But there's so many soft Because there are so people. many press conferences probably. And there's so but, many yeah. soft people covering so, recruiting. Yeah, right. They're not real writers. Yeah. Like none of them are real writers mm-hmm. anymore covering mm-hmm. recruiting. I hate to say it. it's true. I mean, they're recruiting guys. Yeah. I mean, you can see it even just in the sites, like right. with Rivals right. and Scout now is like 247. I mean, you just right. see the way they I love Brian down. Snow. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys know, yeah, know Brian Snow. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But he'll say it. Like he's not a, he's not a writer. He's not a reporter. That's not his job. So for me, that was my job. And when I worked with Dave Tellup, it was funny. So when I broke in kind of recruiting or some of it, I worked with Dave Tellup, who's now with the Spurs. Yep. And we were very different in in kind of how we went about things. Mm -hmm. His deal was like, you can't really be negative about any kids and right, you know. It's the top 100 list. That's everybody everybody wanted to be on Tellup's top 100. Exactly. That's right. And I I had nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. He probably didn't want me to have anything (laughs) to do with it, but I didn't either. And uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where I think it's hard now because it's, it's become taboo to ruin a kid's moment. Yeah. Back when I was covering recruiting, I ruined the fucking <laughs> kid's moment. Mm-hmm. But because I had a job to do. Yeah, and it also really, the number it, one player was going to recruit. Like if, if yeah. Vernon Carey, mm-hmm. and I knew he was going to commit to Duke, damn right I was going to write it. Yeah. that That's a story. It's right. like, yeah. it's like if a, a player is going to, you know, LeBron's going, in my mind, it was all the same. It was right. news. Right. You know, and and, and yeah, if, maybe if you I was start, wrong. I get, I, I mean, like, yeah, because it is a, it's a slippery slope, I guess. Because if you start letting kids control that, and they're like, you right. can't break this story, right. then you're opening the door to like, you also can't break this, and you can't, and it's, yeah, I don't when know. does it end? And it's yeah, the ESPN deal, interesting. I don't ESPN know. ESPN with all those the kids they have on, they basically say to them, you can't tell anybody mm-hmm. where you're going, mm-hmm. can't because I knew this because I, I set up the DeAndre Ayton one, okay, on TV. 
and the, and nobody knew. Like well, I, I didn't even tell. Knew. They had the wiretap. They, they did. They so, <laughs> so that's how you knew it wasn't Aiden. You were you had talked to Aiden before, yeah, and he was like, exactly. "Man, I got two hundred fifty thousand. He was like, "I didn't. The price point is just not correct here. It's like I, I like the story all around. Just the price point doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, oh, it, it checks out. It oh, checks what, out. what what's the scoop you're sitting on right now that you haven't you haven't shared with anybody? Um, I think I think what, I know what it is. We'll, we'll cut what this part it? right. What do you got? Right? I don't know what it is. Help well, well, we know the top five for Lamelo Ball right now. So it's North Carolina, Duke. Yeah. Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky. Those are his top five right now. So LaMelo Ball, where is he going to go? Imagine where's he if he goes go to that? school. Like, like a year ago, I sat down with him here. A little over a year ago. Yes. I, it's crazy that it was only that. It was I like know. 14 d- months ago that I actually got along with these knuckleheads. Um, so I sat down with him. I sat down with LiAngelo mm-hmm. at UCLA and then went up to Chino Hills uh, and sat down with LeBoir, Lonzo, and Melo, and LaMelo. And I remember asking Lamella, I said, what, what does education mean to you? And he looked at me and he said, nothing. <laughs> and I looked at him again and I said, are you sure you want, you know, like, again, you're trying to help out a kid. He's 15 years mm-hmm. old. I know how the perception is going to be when we air that. Right. So I tried to give him another chance. Yeah. Same shit. And LeVar, same thing. He, is that he why said, is he, he's interested in North Carolina then, right? Is that... <laughs> You can't play with us. You got to play defense. That's right. Actually, maybe not this season, but uh, yeah. So then I remember asking LeVar that too. That I think I asked that in Lithuania about, you know, education and whatever. And he said, he doesn't need education. I said, well, what if he gets hurt? He's not going to get hurt. He's not going to get hurt. He weighs like a buck 50. Now, I guess if he doesn't guard anybody, it gives him a better chance of not getting hurt. But, you know, it, it just, I can't imagine he goes to college based on, that information mm-hmm. that kind of came to me from LeVar and, and LaMelo, like, I, I just, he doesn't want to. He just wants to get to the league as quickly as possible. Uh, so I don't know what he'll do. I mean, I, he'll play yeah. at the Aspires Institute. I may see him in, in mid-January. It should be, that's where it all started. So he's playing at the Hall of Fame. Okay, he's playing at the Hall of Fame for Spire Institute. He's that's in Ohio first... right now at Spire Institute, which is not a part of the Ohio no, like high, high school, school association. association. Yeah, exactly. No. Yes, right. yeah. coached by Jermaine Jackson, who's yeah. a former assistant at, at University of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're playing at the Hall yep. of Fame in, in Springfield. That's when it all started. So they're all playing there as a part of Chino Hills, and Lamella must have been a I don't know, he might have been in the eighth grade then or something. Yeah. I don't know. All of a sudden, somebody told me that's their father up in the crowd. So I go up and I was doing sideline for it. I love doing that event every year. So I go up and I interview LeVar. And in the middle of the interview, he was so entertaining. I just handed him the microphone. And little did I know, like, I never would have done that interview had I known that I was partially responsible what, right, right. for what, what, what I created. Happened next? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I feel terrible to the world. I, so, I, I would like to apologize yeah, to the yeah, entire ahead. world for that yeah. interview. That started off. I think I can give three reasons why LaMelo Ball will not play college basketball. Go number ahead. one, he has an agent. <laughs> right. no, number right. two, yep. he has an endorsement deal. And number three, he's already played professionally. Yeah, he's uh, got a Lamborghini or whatever he's got. I, I think we call that's that tough, the right. one, two, three uh, to the NCAA. We'll let you get out of here. No. We, we, we got to get down to Staples. We're in L.A., so it's going to – I don't know if you it's heard the traffic's game. bad out here. The first uh, yeah, game first is game, huge. Huge game. You got to get down there and break some stories. Um, we appreciate you doing this. No, nah, no problem. Uh, before you go, though, yeah. uh, Fred Hoiberg. What's what's the Fred Hoiberg watch? Where I I called Minnesota. I'm I'm already recanting on the Minnesota. I'm backing off of Minnesota. What do you, where you got? I got Maryland now. Maryland. I'm saying Ooh, Maryland the is interesting. Gone. Yeah, that's that's my call. I, and you that's know, actually not a bad I'm not call. sourced at all. 
But uh, this is this is my. Would there t- be t- a t- worse t- fit than UCLA for Hoiberg? Oh, it'd no. be terrible. It'd be Wouldn't awful. It? Terrible. But who who is a good fit for UCLA? I mean, Musselman. Musselman it's got to be Moss, right? Earl Watson. Yeah, could be in the okay. like. It wouldn't shock me that there'll yeah. be a contingent that will say Earl Watson. What about a like, contingent including Mark Godfrey, Jim Herrick, and Mo Williams? That would be awesome. I'm not old enough. Was like was That's Jim Herrick actually liked at UCLA, or did he just win a national title? Just stumble his way into national title? Like I don't, I don't feel. Well I don't liked. feel like he fit the UCLA. Like it's very weird because offered. Right. We talk about this that that. Well, uh, I, I know what you're I'll, looking at me for. I know what you're I, looking at me I'll for. tell you why he fits. Uh, ever why heard of Aaron helping? Davis? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why he fits the UCLA mold back in the day. But uh, the, and the, if you don't know that story, the, just Google it. The yeah. the flashy, I don't know. The Coach K is still upset about that. Basically, I, I want like a slick, like uh, I don't know, a, a guy who's the Maryland like flashy. One, but the Maryland Hoiberg. I want Mark Godfrey. <laughs> yeah, we want Godfrey. <laughs> you really do, don't you? Yes, yes. Muscle, you know, again, like to me, I think Hoiberg fits in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. He Same, does. Yeah. He we fits that, in yeah. the Big Ten. You can't get transfers to UCLA, first of all. Really? You're not going to be able to get them in as easy. No, you won't oh, be able to get them the, in. The, right. They still care about academic. Is that, they okay. appear to. Okay. I don't know if they actually do. Or is that just like a coach's excuse? It's a misnomer. Like the, the yeah. Coach yeah, yeah, we can't recruit. Yeah, we, right. yeah. we can't recruit well, you know, transfers. It's the school's fault. <laughs> so I, I, I'm with you. Like Minnesota, if Patino doesn't make it. And I saw him a couple weeks ago against, or 10 days ago against Boston College. Man, they look bad. Yeah. You know, I think I think Nebraska makes it. I think mm-hmm. Tim Miles makes it, but I think he looks to get out. What about here's here's the hottest one, the one that'll that'll make everyone just lose their shit when yep. I say it, Texas. Yeah, no, it could happen. Really? That's well, not as crazy as I as no, I No, what felt, if Shaka like doesn't get in this year? It'd be two right. out of four years and the two years he gets in, he barely gets in. And he We've gets been, in by beating Carolina. It's one game. Right. Right. I you mean, just, listen. I I have I have nothing against. I've never met Shaka personally. I've never guy. seen. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah good. There you good go. Guy. Good guy yeah. of the week. Yeah. Uh, but he he's won. He's made one sweet sixteen. Right. In I his like. Career. By the way, I like your it's, good guy, bad guy. Good guy, guy, bad guy. Yeah. 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 Good, good guy of the week. Yeah. yeah. So Kyle guy's back also. So it's been great for us. We were yeah. worried a little bit. You know, he got engaged this off season. So I know some no. concerns. So what, what, what's what's your call then? And, and you, if we'll Shaka makes it, I think Shaka makes it one more year. What's your call, Hoiberg? We'll say we'll we'll preface it by saying you're not hearing. They're not. This isn't. This is off the record. Off the record, record. record. Yes. unsourced, just mm-hmm. a prediction. This isn't a report. This is a prediction, guys. Calm down, everybody. Yes, listening. off Calm the record. You, you know, here's, just say here's it in that microphone part, clearly. Here's it's the off part the to me that that we're still going to have to wait to see what shakes out after the season. You know, yeah. Mark Emmert says they're not doing anything during the season, which is no shock. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. did we really expect we, them to move yeah. quickly? But you know, my sources tell me they've reached out to a ton of people right now mm. that were that were allegations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came up during that first trial. So they're reaching out. They're they're starting to get going now, but we know how how quickly yeah, right, they yeah. move. So I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, I could see some things shaking out after the sec, you know, the third trial mm-hmm. with Book Richardson, you know, Tony Bland, uh, those guys. And then, like, who knows? Does Sean Miller make it long right, term? Yeah, that's and a good point. If that thing pops, right? Andy Enfield, yeah. Sean Miller, are those guys safe? You know, it, it's calmed down, but I, I think at the end of the day, there's still going to be some stuff that. So, that can happens. you, as someone who's super sourced, this is your job. We've we've beaten it to death talking to you about this. Uh, can you confirm this report that no one knows what the fuck's going on with the with the FBI stuff? Right, a thousand percent, and everyone's just guessing yes. and pretending like, well, this report must mean that. Well, this remember is the early report. Is, yeah, the early reports were forty or fifty big time coaches are going to lose yeah, their jobs. Right. Like, I'd be surprised if four or five big-time coaches lose their job. Yeah. I think what's more 
And again, like you just said, nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. So what I'm going to say right now, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> off about. Off the record, off the record. But, you fit in well with this podcast. But what I would say, what I, I'm learning a lot, by the way. Yeah, exactly. you know, just, learning just a lot that I could take Shoot to my podcast yeah. now. Um, I, I think if you had a gun to my head and said, like, what's going to happen to these coaches mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like the Sean Millers or whatever, I think it's more likely they get suspended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they lose their jobs because I don't think they're going to have these listen if they had a phone call of a hundred thousand dollars sean miller to christian dawkins you don't think the fbi would have brought him in right yeah that they would just right yeah let sean miller skate yeah that's, that's point. my yeah. take it's yeah. like if they have all this stuff they would have brought him in already yeah. like they would have brought him they, they'd put yeah. him on the stand because most fans are the, the cynic cynical fan would say well they're the head coach and the fbi doesn't want to blow up the ncaa the fbi didn't give a shit about any of that they, you don't, they don't care the who the fbi yeah. wanted rick patino yeah. or they sean miller in shackles they would love that that's yeah, what so. they wanted the, the whole time right yeah. they didn't get it so. that's a good point Anyway. And so far, Rick yeah. Pitino still the chosen one, the only one to go he's down. Get a job, you know oh, that he's oh, going to get a job next year. Like UNLV, SMU, we're going to be on set. SMU, 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 SMU. Go oh follow my the God. money. Yeah, Come on, Rick. Dude, SMU, they they got some it's money. It's happening. I mean, no, there's some it's like happening. jobs out there that that you know should go. I mean, why wouldn't you go after him? Yeah. Would UCLA go after Rick Pitino? Oh my God, that's what that's what we want. No. Is Rick Pitino, Godfrey on staff, Guerrero can't do that. Generic <laughs> Rick Pitino and Mark Godfrey. My God, Stansberry shaking in his boots right now. <laughs> we got to bring Greg Sateen uh, in that stuff. Jeff, thanks so much for doing this. Check out his podcast, <laughs> Good and Plenty, is what it's called. Yep. Uh, Started. How, how how many episodes have you done? I've I've listened to a few of them. I'm I listen to right reading. before the draft. I got to have okay. you guys on. Yeah, oh, we'll we, do we, we, that's we'll the whole reason I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out his podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Goodman Hoops. Uh, Goodman Hoops, right? Yeah, that's Goodman, the, that's yeah. the thing. So uh, he's with Stadium. We appreciate you doing this. No, that's great. Great we're, coming we're, in. We're, we're we're establishing this relationship. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Are we sources now? Is that is that what's it happening here? Be. Are we becoming sources? Do you want to become sources? I want to see what I'm almost too afraid to ask. What we're what I'm in your phone. By the way, your boy, your boy Odin. Is the best. He's the mm. best, man. He's the best. Like he's awesome. I feel bad that people don't know the real Greg. Yeah. don't you? Yeah, like, yeah. You we probably had him, have for years. We had him on the show, and yeah. he was pretty. Uh, yeah, like the, awesome. I, I made the case to him that he actually won the Durant versus Odin thing, even though Durant's a better basketball career because Durant is on Twitter with fake profile. Durant's a miser like yes. in a miserable place, obviously, it's and so Greg's weird. like loving life, and even though you know his career what it is? failed, it's because. Um, and I've done both of them. And I didn't know Greg, right? Yeah. Nobody Nobody did. ever knows. Nobody no, did. You knew him enough to break the story that he's going to Miami. I did. But not- I did. <laughs> but, like, Kevin, the weird thing is, like, Kevin was always so into being liked. Mm-hmm. Okay? And and I think this has crushed him. And he won't admit it because I've talked to him about yeah. it. He won't admit the fact that that now so many people don't like him because he went to Golden State. And they started not liking him a little bit in Oklahoma City at the end. The media mm. started piling on. But I think now he just he can't. Just, he cannot handle the fact that people don't like and him. And he thinks that every next move is going to be the one that makes people like, like, right. like I can dig right. myself out right. of this. And it's like, it's yeah, only going to get worse. Him. You just got to deal with it. Uh, well, All thanks right. for coming, man. Right. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you go. We'll get down to the games. Jeff Goon, everybody. Follow his stuff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks to Jeff Goodman. Uh, legitimately is a good man. That's the one thing I will say about Jeff Goodman yes. is I have not uh, – I'm sure there are people out there that disagree. As, as Evan Turner once said, Jesus was hated too, Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, but So was Rick Pitino. Most of the people that I 
I know in college basketball media have nothing but nice things to say about Jeff Goodman. Anytime I need anything, or someone's like, just text Goodman. He knows everybody. He'll, he'll hook you up. So we, we need to get him to. The spreadsheet is real. He It's not yeah. the Christian Dawkins situation. Like he <laughs> showed us shit. the spreadsheet. He yeah. just held it up. Like he, 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 he said it and I was like, ha 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 ha. And he was like, no motherfucker. I will show you all these numbers. <laughs> the Quinnipiac thing, just a long list of coaches. It was wild. And it used to be the thing like in your office, you'd have a Rolodex and you would just like yeah. flex on people. It was like, who do you want to talk to? Walt Disney? Like pull yeah. out a Rolodex. Now it's a spreadsheet on your phone. It's, that was, that was Times absolutely are changing, Kyle. Now you just tap the number to call. You don't even have to fucking plug it in, right? Yeah, or you just speak it into your phone. We got to get him to give us some scoops. That's the next stage of this relationship is give us, get, we got to get something. We're scoop people We got to, right? he's got me, like, honestly, I don't, he, he's the reason I'm not in the scoops game. He mm-hmm. might be the reason I get back into the scoops game. Like, just sitting there listening to him talk, I was like, God, I need a scoop, man. I, I have, I have one scoop that's like old. I don't know if I told this before publicly, He's got me in the mood. I don't know if I should say it. I am going to say it. Fuck it. Uh, Greg Oden is signing with the Miami Heat. <laughs> LeBron James joins back with his Ohio native, I, uh, Greg God. Oden. I can't, I can't do better. I'll save the scoop. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, uh, Thad, Thad Mata, when he got fired from Ohio State, took the Butler job for like two hours, I think. He did a, he did a Gillespie to Arkansas. That was my scoop. The, the, it feels good. It feels good to get that out there. Run with that. Uh, uh, all the media people put headlines out there. Like talk, talk about that. Write stories about that. Let me, and then credit me, please. That was my scoop. Breaking news: Thad monitored Coach Butler. Yeah, th- three years ago. <laughs> three years ago. Two years for ago. Two hours for two hours. He said two for three. I'll take the job. Wait, yes. never mind. I can't do that. Ohio State almost switched coach, and Butler almost switched coaches. There's your story. You're welcome. <laughs> Take that. that. That's a scoop. Uh, that, that's how you do the scoops game, folks. We also um, had a lot of other stuff to talk about, but, you know, we that was a great interview with Jeff Goodman. So we're going to do You're going to say great? You would say great? I'd you going to pat was, us on the back? I'd say it was great. great. I, um, I thought I had a good time. Yeah, we'll close this up real quick. We're going to get to Dirty Laundry. Just wanted to shout out. Go ahead. Shout outs, close outs. Shout out number one for me, Jeff Capel. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way to the top. My man is at the Warriors game with his kid, taking pictures with Stephen Curry, with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And Quinn Cook, 2015 national champion, a guy that he got to go to Duke and buy in and believe with all of his other four, you know, five stars on the team. Uh, but Jeff Cable, good for him. Back yeah, at the top. Yeah, good Bad for guy. him. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Rui Hachimura hitting the game winner for Gonzaga, the mm-hmm. number one team in the country. Still undefeated. We got, we're going to the game Sunday. They're playing Tennessee. Going to be an awesome game. Then they're playing Carolina and Chapel Hill. Uh, I think the 15th, if I remember right. Saturday night. Yes. Yep. They get through that. WCC is supposed to be pretty good. Not like good, good, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a, like the Mountain West, Nevada is like, oh my God, the Mountain West is not great this year. Uh, but I think the West Coast Conference is not too bad. So I don't, I'm not going to say, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, Rui Hachimura kept the, kept Gonzaga undefeated. I'm getting shit, by the way. Mm. Speaking of like, we brought up, Goodman brought up Gottlieb and stuff. I'm looking at my phone right now. Gottlieb is tweeting to me about Goodman put together this, the player of the year list. And he has like, he has like 10 people around college basketball media send him our list of players of the year. I had, I had Hachimura at nine on my list because mm-hmm. he's not even the best player on his own team at that moment. This was four days ago. He was not. Brandon Clark is better than him. If you look up the stats, if you're a stats guy, Brandon Clark was the best player on Gonzaga. Um, and then the poll comes out and Rui Hachimura is number one in the country. Like all these, all the, all of my colleagues are saying this guy is, should be the national player of the year right now. And Zion was second. And so I, Tweeted something like, "This is absurd. We have a Jalen Brunson situation brewing again." Oh man! And then, uh, and then Hatchamore goes for twenty six and hits the game winner. Now people are like, "Suck on that, Titus." I'm just I'm finally, You're wrong again. <laughs> I, I finally pieced it together. I think you just hate Dallas. You, you turn on SMU. Now you're Fort Worth. You got Jalen Brunson on the Mavericks, who you turned against last year when he won National Player of the Year. And then, of course. <laughs> 
Our boy, we, our boy, Luca, boy. <laughs> who, despite uh, being a negative net rating when he is uh, off the floor for the Mavericks, despite having the, changing the ninth world. best PER <laughs> on the Mavericks or the whatever it is, is we haven't seen a rookie like him since DeAndre Ayton, Tate. So it's you know the numbers he's putting up are unprecedented. Except DeAndre Ayton is putting up better numbers. Should, Lo- should um, Luca be the new logo? That's what they're asking. <laughs> Anything else before we get to dirty laundry? Chris Collins slapping the floor. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> he, did, he did his damnedest to try to get him back in that game. He even went down. He went all four. You know, one of the he, things like he got dude, down a position. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't go all the way down on like on your knees, begging, slapping the floor. Michigan still gets away with the win, even though they yeah. missed like every single free uh, three pointer they took in the game. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan's gonna have games like that again. We we know that. That's mm-hmm. a good win for Michigan, even mm-hmm. though it doesn't look that great when you look at the butt. That's gonna happen two or three more times at least where they can't hit shit and then it's close. But um, yeah, Chris Collins, that was hysterical. All right, Kyle, let's let's do it. You got some dirty laundry stories? Sure. I'm going to put this one out at the top. I'm not going to give you any more about the first line. Um, Kyle, tell Titus I had a terrible dream a few nights ago with him and Tate in it. I'm just going to leave that one. <laughs> Kyle, you don't need to tell me that. That's thank, a, thank you for your message. One. I had but, a dream. Uh, pass. I swear to God, I had a dream last night about Buzzcut Brad. And Here's I'm just going to leave that one at that. Really I, have di- <laughs> I have different dreams. <laughs> with girls in it? Yeah. No. Nice. With anything else. <laughs> All right, you ready? One basketball dirty laundry story I have is backup guard routed out two starters for selling school-issued apparel because he wanted more playing time. Starters were suspended about one-third of the season for it. Well, goddamn. A backup guard rats out. That's nice. God That's damn. juicy. I'm trying to think about who was suspended yeah. for a season, yeah. trying to piece it together. Mm, very interesting. Feels like a very like Auburn move, yeah, or a very uh, Alabama move. Yeah, SEC so, for so, sure. Somewhere, SEC somewhere in the sure. SEC for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were colluding to do this. That was a good move, though. I mean, congrats. I mean, it's guy. effective. I mean, if you could sleep at night, that's cool. But I mean, look, some people are evil, Kyle. You can see it. <laughs> That guy. <laughs> All right, cool. Evil guy. Here's one. Uh, I don't know if these people are managers or they're just funny anecdotes. Went to <laughs> went to a rival high school of current major Division One player. In high school, he was exposed for liking porn videos on Twitter. <laughs> the next game we played, then we held up signs with porn stars' names on them until the administration told us to stop. How many that's points like, did he have? Forty. And nobody. Uh, oh, that's uh, <laughs> a great game. That, did, didn't we have a story about this last year where a, a coach, one of the assistant coaches at a school, was liking porn on Twitter? I, I pretty if, if memory serves, there was a there's an assist, we had like a similar story, but uh, I di- I didn't realize I I swear to God I people didn't, can see those things. Careful what you like, fellas. I know. I, I swear <laughs> to God I didn't realize until like a month ago that there is porn on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I I hundred percent had no. Yeah, I think idea. it hangs out for and, a little bit, gets shut down, and then no, like I think it's fine. Like they're it's fine now. Yeah, that's that's how I got I got <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm painting myself into a corner. I was clicking around on something and then I click on someone's profile because like so I, it was a fucking long story. And I click on a profile and it was just like <laughs> some woman Going just down. spread eagle just like pictures. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this is on Twitter? Mm-hmm. I was like, is anybody going to report? And then you're looking through uh, you know, an hour later. <laughs> I can't believe you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap that like button. It's all over for you. <laughs> yeah, bookmark this. No, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was crazy. Add to bookmark. So anyway, yeah, folks out there. Folks, folks, folks. Careful what you like. Be careful what you like. Your digital imprint. All right, here's one. It's kind of a long one. Uh, used to cover and call games while a student at the women's... While I was a student. The women's head coach at... Was forced to step down after her third season on the job. It turns out she was forced out after administration found out her sexual indiscretions with players on the team. She had been sleeping with the starting point guard for a season and a half. And then also started sleeping with a new freshman recruit in her last what? season on the job. Girls one day were in the locker room talking and figured out their coach was cheating on them with one another which led to a mutiny on the team 
and then taking the situation to the AD. After she had been fired, it also came out that she was an assistant at a school in Canada. She was also let go for sleeping with multiple players. She's currently in the hunt for her next job. Attached is a scary-looking picture of this woman. Show us the picture. You want to see the picture? Yeah, I mean, like, we're not going to, yeah, you know, it's okay. a podcast. No, one's gonna, no one else is going to be able to see the picture. I okay. want to see it, though. Not nice. Not nice. Not, that looks like the, uh, it looks like Trunchbull from uh, Matilda. That's what she looks like. <laughs> she looks like the, that's the girl's name, right? The the lady's name? Yeah, Trunchbull. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's not good. You don't, you don't want to sleep with, so, so we've, we've learned two things today. Do not like porn tweets. Do not sleep with your players when you're definitely not multiple players. Multiple players. That's hilarious though. The, you, what, what was her excuse, Kyle? Do you have that? Did she pull the Mel Gibson defense like, uh, like Miss Stevenson did? You know, she, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm an alcoholic. Blame alcohol. And yeah. Then you, and then you leave, and you go pick up Ike. <laughs> so, or, or the, the administration's <laughs> go like, go pick up your new point guard. The administration's like, we we heard you're sleeping with a player, and she's like, no, that's no, false. No, I'm, I'm sleeping, sleeping with, with two, two players. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two for three. We got any more, Tyle? I got one. Final okay. one. Final, Final one. one. Yeah. Small one. Just, you, you know, it's really the stuff that we want to hear. Um, a friend of mine worked at the basketball camp at Boop two years after Boop left and had lunch with a booster. This guy prefaced everything by saying this is off the record, but that he would do crazy creative things to drop the bag. This is a follow-up. The funniest one was he once had recruits parents go to a casino at an off-peak time, like Tuesday at 10 a.m., uh, and go to a specific slot machine. Boom, comma, someone's lucky day. We knew that, this, right? Yeah, that's actually like, uh, it, it's it basically the way to do and funnel money. I mean, based on what I've heard and, you know, whatever. You, you find a place, casino, horse track, mm. uh, you know, if your state is really into horse racing, per se. Uh, church, if your church, church is really church is, into... Church is my favorite. So church is, church my is the... Uh, church is the, I just donated $250,000 yeah. to First Baptist Church of Beep. Church is the OG of backdropping. Well, the, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just would yeah. think that, uh, like, for church backdropping, I didn't think it was for uh, other backdropping. No, no, no. Yeah, that's where that's where college basketball dirty recruiting started. Was in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that's that's and and that's the Everyone's yeah. Together. If I was to do it, like there is I, not a separation of church and paid. When you hear when you hear coaches call Thanks. themselves old school, they mean I dropped the bag at church. Is what okay. they're what they're basically saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's mm-hmm. the takeaway there. The so. meditation is get paid mm-hmm. or die trying, and if you die, you're going to heaven. So uh, so if the bag is dropped in a casino, are they giving you chips and you do what you will with those, or are you? Well, the horse racing thing is we get you a ticket, and that horse won, and here are your winners. So they yeah, buy up all wanna... the tickets, wait for one horse to win, and then that's the excuse to get it. Well, yeah. some of these systems are rigged, Kyle. So we know what horse is going to win. We bet that money on that horse, and then we come bring you your winnings. Oh, so it goes all the way to, to the, the top. All the way to yes. the top. Yes. Yes. My God, okay. Yes. Yes. I don't think you want to do that, though, because then you run into the situation. It's like buying a scratch-off ticket for your buddy for his birthday, and then he hits the Powerball. He, w- he wins a million dollars. Who's entitled to that money? That's always the debate. That's what everyone. Well, it seems like so, the smartest way would just be to like buy all the tickets for the race, one dollar tickets or something, yeah. two dollar tickets. And if one of those things is right, I mean, that's at least a thousand or something, right? You, Depending if, if you, you got to deal with the recruit that you're going to pay him ten grand, and then you give him ten grand in chips, and then they get they they, they hit a big at the casino that night. Well, Are good. You it's your, to it's some your of guy. That? It's your guy. <laughs> it's your guy now. You know, good for him. And uh, now all you have to do is just take the money, and then if someone says, uh, yo, give me back my $40,000, you go, hey, FBI, you see that guy right there? He gave me $40,000. Bye. Yeah, see it's like somebody stealing your weed or something. It's like, well, who <laughs> yeah. are you going to tell? Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Uh, is that it? That's all I got. S- send us more dirty. Are you, do you actually look through all these? I looked. Through, I, I did this if, last week that we didn't do. If, I found if a couple I'm, good If ones. I'm going to tell the people to put forth the effort, 
we, we're going to need that for yeah, some let's, as well. Let's, okay. All right, let's start it like this. This is for Dirty Laundry. A lot of people already do that. Capitals. Oh, start the so, top. Yeah. Start it and say if, that. If you really have a good story, put it, start it. This is for yeah, Dirty Laundry. Yeah, and if you send a follow message, have... I might not see it because it's now, it's like, also, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to get it together in one message. Write it out in a doc and then put it in. You know I, I mean? I also, the... we don't need the also. Just, you know, yeah. bullet <laughs> also, points, like straight to the point. Yeah, I get a little, I, I get a little worried when it's a long one, um, you know? Yes, yes. We don't need a ringer article about the personal. Uh, your dirty yeah, your personal why you went to the school or anything like that. Send us send us your dirty laundry stories. Uh, I got. Can I just? Can we take two seconds real quick? I have a I have a question for the room. Um, because why not? I'm gonna bring back the am I? Someone asked for the am I dumb segment to come back, and I'm gonna do it. And we still haven't had an answer to that. We I, I don't have. <laughs> um, nice, Kyle. Sorry. So Tyler Perry comes out and he he says he, he didn't say yeah he pays for everyone's layaway thing he he tried to keep it private and then oh shoot it's like jeff if goodman you broke had the story. your item at walmart yeah. in duluth georgia you know jeff goodman great. broke the story i think uh and then finally he comes out mm-hmm. and tyler perry's like yeah i did it i paid for all your stuff on layaway not what is layaway i know what layaway is why is layaway I, I and this is something I actually looked up. I googled it. I spent a lot of time trying to research it. I know exactly what layaway is. I know how the concept works. What I cannot comprehend is why any consumer would put something on layaway and why a a a store would offer this capability. Like, what is the benefit for either party? Because it's basically my understanding is I want to buy a two hundred dollar Nintendo sixty four. I only have fifty dollars now. I'll give you fifty dollars. It's a down payment. Put a down payment, and then you store it for me you save it for me mm-hmm. but like it, it are things that people are buying like there's not they're out of stock of everything like I, that's what i don't understand I think that's what it used to be that's right? what i, I think that's, that's probably I mean. why like, it was can't important. you get yeah. like if, if you're saving up for something that costs 500 bucks like can't you probably just get that like why not why not just wait till you have the 500 bucks and then buy it why do you put it on layaway i don't understand that you're some like, people si- are terrible at money by the way yeah you're also it's jingle all the way man you know back in the day if you want to get a turbo man Everybody's trying to get Turbo Man, so yeah. you gotta get your Turbo Man on layaway. But that was before online shopping. I know. So now, like, what's a payphone every once in a while, though? You know what I mean? I you can't pull it. them all out. But look, where I'm from, we all all you have is a Walmart, and like people aren't trying to get on the internet and order some stuff because that's like you gotta put a credit card in. I gotta put a billing yeah. address. I don't want to do all that. So you just go to Walmart, put it on layaway. La- layaway when and I then, go back home is gonna be the littest thing you've ever seen. So, but the, the, why would the store do layaway if it's like okay, we have this item that's super hot and everyone wants it, so I'm gonna let. I'm gonna like reserve it and not take the full money yet. When when someone's in the store is like, I will pay you all the money right now for that thing. Why would the store not be like, all right, fuck the guy on layaway? Here's, here's you know the what thing, usually the happens? What they pay the fifty dollars, put a down payment, and then they're not able to get the hundred fifty dollars extra. It's a plus. Right. Like it's that actually fucked up. I mean, you beat that, but it's actually messed up how they do the whole thing. It's like. These people, you know, will mm. put in whatever. Like I want this Xbox 360 when it first came out, three ninety nine. I put a hundred dollars down. I didn't get the other two hundred and fifty, and now it's like, all right, well. And then they still uh, sell yeah. it, and now they made. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not like they, the, it's okay. not like they go put it or in the back like yeah. themselves and just like have it up. I mean, they probably mm. just have it in stock to get it for you when you want it. Mm. But they get ahead of it. Okay. It's yeah, genius. I think old people too. Like, why? Why are oh, old people? Precedent. Why are yeah. cabs? Cabs are like only old people now, right? I mean, yeah. or New York City or like a hail. Mm. If you're calling a cab, they're like, 45 minutes, yeah. 
Yeah. We'll be there yeah. 45 minutes. And yeah. it's like, well, actually, I kind of need to go now. Yeah. You I'm, know? I'm closer to understanding, but I still don't get what why the consumer would ever do this. Like what the benefit, but because it, it's, it's, yeah, it's an old thing, but old I'm glad matrix. it was more about layaway. I thought you were going to do, I don't know why Tyler Perry's <laughs> giving this. <laughs> I was like, look, man, Tyler Perry's, that's a long conversation. I, I, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't, um, I don't even think it's, I don't, I'm, I, maybe I'm just out of touch. I don't, but even if I, even if it's like a money issue, even if it's like, you know, you're just poor, just like wait till I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't really make sense to me why anyone would do that. I've used layaway yeah. a few times. My, <laughs> really? brother, yeah. my, my brother's pay, uh, birthday presents like back in um, the day because you had to pay for it with your allowance and I always spend my allowance. I like show up at Toys R Us like here's twenty dollars no, for Walmart. my layaway. I'm in the back. It's like, <laughs> like I put that football up there last week. You guys still got? It? They're like, nah, bro, we sold it. All right, that that helps. I'm closer. I'm closer, but not really. I, I don't think I have like a satisfied. I just understand that people do it, and it's gonna get phased fine. out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's like facting that's something. You know, yeah, what I mean, like that's, people that's are still how facting I felt. stuff. I was like, why would anyone do this still anyway? All right, that's the show. Uh, thank you for listening. That was a pretty long show, right, Kyle? Yeah, long, yeah. You can edit it up. Um, thank you guys for listening. We will be back. We are going to these triple headers here that start pretty soon. Uh, in Staples Center, we're going to Gonzaga, Tennessee, and Phoenix this weekend. Uh, a lot of good college basketball that we are going to be seeing. Yes. And we will talk about it all Grand when Canyon, we come back Nevada. next week on Tuesday. Mm. Until then, go Horn Frogs. <laughs>